It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, parents on edge. The frightening shortage in baby formula coast to coast. It's scary not knowing if you're going to be able to feed your kid. Causing empty shelves and difficult choices. The White House under pressure to take action. Will it come soon enough? Then inflating the issue. We're answering your most searched questions about inflation from the impact on your daily expenses to the reason behind the recent interest rate hikes. Our experts break down your bottom line. Plus, new alternatives. We're taking a look at the staggering number of middle-aged women being treated with antidepressants and the alternative that could be even more effective. I honestly have never felt more kind of balanced and happy. What you should know before considering a new prescription. And hello again, Cleveland. Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! A sequel to cult mockumentary Spinal Tap now in the works 40 years later. Everything we know about the project. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11, and then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Including the familiar faces ready to turn it back up to 11. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Today, Friday, May 13th, 2022. Visiting from Ormond Beach, Florida, Houston, Houston Texas. Texas. Shout out to my team at NBC Channel 13 in Des Moines, Iowa. From Portland, Oregon. To the Today Show to celebrate my retirement after 44 years as a pediatric nurse. I mean, it's a party out there. So much to celebrate, a beautiful morning. People are bringing their matching t-shirts, their Al Roker stand-up figures. I mean, this is like, these are like life moments. We yeah. can't wait to get out there. It's yeah. Be good. And Chanel's in for Craig good this morning. morning. Continues yes. to recover from COVID. Hopefully we'll see him next yes. week. Let us get started. Here it is, your news at 8 o'clock on a Friday morning. The White House promising new steps to ease the nationwide shortage of baby formula that has some families driving for hours to find precious supplies and sometimes paying big, too. NBC's Blaine Alexander joins us from Atlanta with the latest. Blaine, good morning. Well, Savannah, good morning to you. You're right. This is the conversation that so many parents are having as they go from store to store. Some stores are placing limits on how much formula a parent can buy, and others are just out of stock altogether. You've seen many bare shelves. Now, consider this. A baby, the average three-month-old baby or so, can go through a can of this in less than a week. So that's why there's growing pressure on the Biden administration to find some sort of solutions. Now, overnight, the president met with both stores and manufacturers' representatives, essentially uh, saying that they're going to do more. They're going to up imports. They're going to try and cut some red tape. But some people, even in the president's own party, are urging him to do more. They're hoping that he will invoke the Defense uh, Production Act, essentially giving the president emergency powers to order companies to produce more of a certain product. At least one manufacturer says they're already working 24-7, but they say that that is just one part of the solution. Guys, it's important to realize this is impacting so many parents. Nearly 43% of the supply is out of stock guys mm. mm. it's just so heartbreaking feeding your baby is so fundamental mm -hmm. Blaine as you know you got 10 month old sage there so mm -hmm. uh, thank you very much for the story this morning Absolutely. yes 
All right. Now to Wisconsin and a county there that's a Democratic stronghold in that crucial swing state. But it's also where some in the party base say they're frustrated by the lack of federal action on student loans. It was a key campaign promise, but now another class is graduating and adding to the debt crisis. NBC Shaquille Brewster at the University of Wisconsin with more on this. Hey, Shaq, good morning. Good morning. The people who will be filling these seats were in the middle of their college experience as they heard from Democratic presidential candidates promising that widespread student loan cancellation. Now they're college graduates, likely midterm election voters, still waiting for that promise to be fulfilled. This morning in Madison, a new class of college graduates. For some, another round of crushing debt. I graduated with about $65,000 in student loan debt. I'm graduating with $25,000 of student loan debt. And I'm graduating with no student loans. Thank you, Mom and Dad. Experts say it's a student loan crisis. The cost of college higher than ever. More than 43 million Americans owing a collective $1.7 trillion in college debt. Something that is on your mind always, like it informs every decision that you make after you graduate. I wish in the years to come that I wouldn't really have to think about as much. In 2020, then-candidate Biden followed his progressive colleagues, supporting federal forgiveness of some student loans. To immediately provide $10,000 in debt relief as stimulus right now. The White House now teasing an announcement within the coming weeks. As a pandemic-driven pause on federal loan repayments started under the Trump administration and extended by Biden is set to expire August 31st, weeks before the start of early voting in many states. Without a real commitment to it, I think there's going to be uh, some people who aren't very interested in voting, um, and that's pretty sad. A poll by a progressive think tank shows debt cancellation could impact voter turnout. 45% of voters in battleground states say that with $10,000 in debt cancellation, they are somewhat or much more likely to vote in November. The number jumping to 56% among young voters. It's got to deliver on that promise. Uh, at the same time, uh, I think the longer that this plays out, the more that the political opponents on the right are going to uh, critique that and say this is not the way to go. The prospect of cancellation already facing threats of legal challenges and political opposition. I think it would be really unfair, especially when you consider hardworking citizens uh, who didn't go to college and who don't have those burdens of loans, but where's their money? Where's their relief? As the cloud of doubt and debt hangs over the excitement of graduation season. Now, experts point out that the Biden administration has made targeted efforts at expanding forgiveness to those who already qualify, but anything more widespread will invite that political fight. Just last week, a group of Republicans introduced a bill that would block Biden from even extending that pause on student loan payments and would prevent him from that widespread cancellation that so many people have been calling for. Hoda? All right, Shaquille Brewster for us there in Madison, Wisconsin. Shaq, thanks. Queen Elizabeth was all smiles this morning when she attended one of her favorite events. She pulled up to the Royal Windsor Horse Show, watching several of her own horses being taken into the parade ring. This was the Queen's first public appearance since March when she attended a memorial service for her late husband. She had missed a royal engagement earlier this week because of what the palace called mobility issues. She's 96 years old. She looks great. The monarch will celebrate her platinum jubilee marking 70 years on the throne next month. Mm -hmm. She looks like she's, she's in her happy great. place. I was going to say. The horse show. Yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Up next, it is the source of those soaring fuel and food prices and a lot of frustration. Record inflation. Well, we've got two experts here. Stephanie Rule and Vicki Wynn here to shed light on everything that's happening, help you find some relief, the answers to your most pressing and Googled questions <laughs> right after this.
Welcome back. Well, it's inflation remaining at a 40-year high. Americans are really feeling the strain. Yeah, the average household spending $450 more per month than they did one year ago, and that's to cover the soaring costs of everyday items, everything from gas to groceries. So this morning we thought, let's answer some questions, yeah. including some of the top search ones on Google. NBC's Stephanie Rule and Vicki Wynn are here. You're our uh, in-house experts mm -hmm. here. We're going to give it a shot. I know. <laughs> Steph, I mean, this is a complicated question, but I think one that a lot of us have, and it was one of the top search questions, why? Why yeah, is inflation right. so mm -hmm. high? Let's go back to the start of the pandemic. What mm -hmm. happened? Everything got shut down. The economy ground to a halt. Mm -hmm. Businesses were shut. We were out of work. So the Federal Reserve stepped in and lowered interest rates. What mm -hmm. happens then? It means it's cheaper to go out and borrow. So we're willing to go out and spend. You saw so many people do renovations, buy houses, because it's cheap to go out and borrow money. Mm -hmm. So what happens then? Demand for things goes up. Mm -hmm. And the government was pumping tons the government of money. Was pumped mm -hmm. between stimulus checks for individuals, for businesses. Mm -hmm. They're giving us all this money to spend, and we went out and did that. What's the problem? There wasn't enough supply. We know there are all sorts of supply chain issues, labor yeah. issues. So when there's not enough things on the shelves to buy, what happens? The price of those things go up. And everyone said, oh, this is going to be short term. Once the pandemic is behind yeah. us, this is going to smooth yeah. out. But the pandemic isn't behind us. In China, so many things are still shut down. Then the war breaks yeah. out in Ukraine. Yeah. That impacts food prices. It impacts gas. Mm -hmm. So we are still living with this supply-demand mismatch, and prices are high. One of the big th interest rates, by the way, was a hugely Googled question. This was a real popular one. How does raising interest rates help inflation? First, Vicki and I want to say thanks that everybody's Googling <laughs> that. Right? Think about normally people are like, oh, I'm not a money person. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You do yeah. care. Yeah. Money matters. When interest rates rise, when the Federal Reserve mm -hmm. raises them, it means it gets more expensive to borrow. Example, mm -hmm. mortgages, mm -hmm. right? A year ago, if you wanted a 30-year mortgage, probably about 3%. Now, it's 5.3%. Wow. So a 30-year mortgage, if you wanted, a, you know, let's say a $350,000 loan, that's about $500 more mm -hmm. a month. So when they raise rates, it gets more expensive to borrow with the hope, let's slow the economy. Uh -huh. But the issue is, the Fed has to stick that landing. Because if they raise <laughs> rates too quickly, yeah. They could tip us into recession because uh, we can't afford anything. Be Goldilocks, it's not too hot, it's not yes, too cold. Because if it's they're just too right. slow, well, then inflation keeps running, and then uh -huh. we're, we're st it's exactly that yeah. the Goldilocks landing. Yeah, mm -hmm. Vicki, you are uh, in the shops every single day. <laughs> I mean, we see these prices. You've done so many great stories for us. A lot of people are asking, how will inf inflation impact my daily expenses? Yeah, every time you open your wallet, you're feeling the pinch. And so there are two good signs, two pieces of good news. Inflation may be slowing. Housing sales and used car sales mm -hmm. both have slowed down, ticked down over the past two to three months. But how can we save money? Well, let's start with fuel. Mm -hmm. Really th think about when you need to pop into your car. Is it something that you could actually get delivered for cheaper? And also, I was at the mm -hmm. gas station the other day. Be consistent about where you fill up. I was at a BP, and the guy across from me goes, are you using the app? I'm saving five cents. And he holds up his oh, phone, really? and I'm thinking he's like, That's your viewer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he yeah. was actually just trying to pass on the good word. And so he showed me the <laughs> app, and then he also showed me another app called Get Upside. Combining those two, those pennies really add up. Wow. Well, a lot of people want to take vacations, mm -hmm. and they, this question was, was Googled a lot. I guess airfare has climbed 19% yeah. in the past, past month. So, if you're thinking about going on a trip, they want to know what should they consider. Okay, if you're flying, there are two sites that I want you to think about, skyscanner.com and airfarewatchdog.com. We talked to Samantha Brown. She's a world-renowned travel expert. Yeah. She actually puts these alerts on her phone 
three times a week she gets a ding that says, hey, these are the cheapest flights leaving out of JFK and LaGuardia. And then if you're open-minded, boom, that's where you're going to go on that oh, next good. trip. Yeah. Absolutely. If you're wanting to go on a road trip, camping is a great way to see this beautiful yeah. country of ours. It's cheap. Campsites are filling up really fast, so book now. Mm -hmm. But there's another site called Boondoggers Welcome, and that is a place where you can get uh, 4,000 sites for free. People's homes, people's properties, where you can park your RV for like a low monthly, you know, you, oh. you sign up for a year annual fee, cool. 50 bucks. <laughs> if you host, then it costs you nothing. Boom, Doctors, welcome. It's okay, a great you site host, to check if out. If you're willing to have somebody yeah. park their camper in your backyard, yeah, you, that should be free. You know what? There are a lot, exactly. But there are a lot of people who want to do it. They have hookups for water and electricity, yeah. and it's just a really communal yeah. thing. I've this always wanted community. to do it today, show RV, RV trip, trip yes. you know? Yes. Oh my gosh, Al, he wants it <laughs> so yes. bad. I have been pushing that. Yeah. You have? I'm with you, Al. Right, let's, let's hit go. the road. Hit the road. Oh, wait, baby formula. Al will be in charge of what's happening on the RV. I know. I know. Wait, baby formula. What? The thing oh. on baby formula, organic baby formula is widely available. Our oh, producer organic. David went on, searched online, stores wow. across the country. But it's so expensive. It's not cheap. No, it's right. not. But it is available. So if you need it for just to get you through this stretch, yeah. Yeah. check with your pediatrician. But organic baby We're formula. We're out of time, and this is so hard. But people are also asking, when is it going to end? <laughs> so five when seconds. When will it Okay, when is Santa Claus coming? Remember, it's not going to be a burst. Like, Prices are down. Yeah. Businesses keep prices as high as you're willing to pay. So if we start to say, I'm not willing to pay that, then they're going to start lowering prices. But let's be honest. If I run a business and you're willing to pay up, I'm going to keep charging up. Okay. okay. Oh, right. good. Thank you, guys. Stephanie, that was really good. I know, nasty Thank but you. true. I know. Right. Let's move over to the man who has all the answers, well, at least when it comes to the weather. Hey, Al. Hey, guys. Good morning. Well, we're looking at some severe weather firing up in the mid-plains. we got this pesky low-pressure system causing some showers along the southeastern and mid-Atlantic coast. But here's what we're also looking at. Uh, some showers making their way into the Pacific Northwest. Look at the temperatures. 50s and 40s in the Pacific Northwest. 90s from the Great Lakes down to the hundreds down as you get into Texas, 90s out west, 80s in New England, cooler in the northeast and mid-Atlantic states, record highs in New England and parts of the Great Lakes, strong storms firing up in the midsection of the country, look for showery conditions with hints, hints of sunshine along the mid-Atlantic down into the southeast where they really need the rain, we're not going to get it, down through the southwest and into southern California. And that's your latest weather, best time of the morning, God. Friday Pop uh, first up, this is Spinal Tap, who's ready to turn it up to 11. The Let's band's getting ready to come back for the sequel to the mockumentary cult classic. Rob Reiner, Michael McCann, Christopher Guest, and Harry Shearer all set to return. Almost 40 years after they rocked the big screen, Reiner will be back on screen and behind the camera to direct the follow-up. As far as the plot, we don't know much. They did tell Deadline that the movie's going to be based on the idea that the band's manager, who originally was played by the late Tony Hendra, that he passes away and that his widow inherits a contract that says Spinal Tap actually owes them one more concert. Mm. The sequel's got some big shoes to fill since the first movie had so many quotable lines, including this amazing scene. The numbers all go to 11. Look, right across the board. Oh. 11, oh, 11, and most of 11. And then amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder, isn't it? You're on the Well, you're going to have to wait a little while for this. Final Tap 2, the movie's scheduled to be released in March of 2024. Okay. A minute for that. Up next, Kendall Jenner. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the model and reality star has gone viral for a very bizarre culinary blunder. Take a look at this week's episode of The Kardashians on Hulu, where Kendall appears to be struggling in the kitchen as she tries to slice up a cucumber by crossing her arms. 
What? Obviously, the internet had a field day with this. Mm -hmm. The clip exploding everywhere on social media. One person on Twitter wrote, the way Kendall Jenner cut that cucumber haunts me. Another adding, if someone told me this morning I would come home from work and search Kendall cucumber, I wouldn't have believed them. Whereas some simply called that moment the best part of the episode. All in good fun. Kendall hopped online and called the moment tragic. Looks like she could use maybe a few pointers from starting from scratch <laughs> with Savannah Guthrie. I've sliced there. many a cucumber <laughs> in my day. I don't see what I mean, she has what's a different style. What's wrong with that? I don't know. She was holding it. People were know. enraged. Okay. okay. Uh, finally, Mike Myers, the superstar comedian, is the latest A-lister to sit down with our buddy Willie Guys for this weekend's edition of Sunday Today. The two caught up about Mike's new Netflix series, The Pentaveret, about an underground organization who rules all of humanity. Mike sharing with Willie how his own Canadian upbringing may have inspired the idea for the show. You know, I grew up in government housing and went to a public school and took public transport. My school had a pool, a gym, an ice rink, and a million dollar television studio. So for me, the secret organization that is the Pentavert is really the Canadian government. <laughs> this country's been so fantastic to me. And uh, I'm a citizen of the United States and England and Canada. I'm an international man of mystery. <laughs> oh, start. <laughs> a little bit of Austin Powers. Yeah. yeah. But is, yeah. That, is that a little Rainbow Room action? In that? It looks like it's show. Great. Like it, yeah. God, God. He's always got the greatest shots there. Um, the new show, The Pentaveret, is streaming now on Netflix. Be sure to check that out. Of course, that great conversation you can watch with Willie this weekend on Sunday today. All right. All right. Still ahead, guys, the changing rules when it comes to your work wardrobe. Where to find the latest, more relaxed styles as companies are throwing out the traditional dress codes, but folks are headed back to work, so mm. what do you wear? We'll get into it, but first to check your local news, your weather, and these messages. Pants optional? <laughs> We've got six days until, until Harry Styles makes his way to our plaza. He's going to take over. As we said, 50,000 people have applied for tickets so far. He'll be here live next Thursday. It could be the biggest opening city concert ever. Ever. It's a Incredible. big crowd right now. I mean, I know. Guys, just don't leave. Just stay till Thursday. Yeah, all right. Coming up in this half hour, our friend Maria Shriver is going to be with us. She's sharing an eye-opening look at what's driving a dramatic rise in anxiety and depression, particularly among middle-aged women and the search for better treatments. Nice. Plus, are you among the many now returning to the office and already missing those cozy work-from-home sweatpants? <laughs> well, Jasmine Snow is here to help with work clothes that are stylish, professional, and comfy. Can't wait for that. And this is the perfect time of the year to start a new home garden. Wouldn't that be mm. nice? We're going to dig into some best tips and tools to get your plants in the ground and have them thriving ASAP. Can't wait for that. And uh, just ahead on the third hour, we got a superhero in the house. Hey. Black Panther's Winston Duke. He's going to be live talking about his new project that's already getting a lot of buzz. But first, Mr. Roker, your people await you. How about a check of the weather? <laughs> All right, let's show you for the weekend what we've got. 
And we start off with tomorrow, scattered showers, the Ohio River Valley, Mississippi River Valley into the mid-Atlantic, strong storms also in the central plains, record highs down through Texas, sunshine out west. Sunday, Sunday! Sunday! A little Sunday, wet Sunday, on the inside Sunday, of interior parts of the Ohio River Valley, the Appalachians, record highs through Texas, hot and dry out west with some wet weather in the Pacific Northwest. That is your latest weather. Looks like it's time for a Friday. Going around the horn. Here we go. Look out. And our Chanel Jones. Oh, my golly. Oh, chocolate milk. Look out for that. Here we go. We're coming down. Yeah. Oh, these people. Everybody's good. And that's it. We just went around the horn today. Like that long shot at the Kentucky Derby. Oh my God. I know. You can buy 12 horses. Rich Strauss, How did you baby. see? Do you see she's got you cut out? I love little, that. Everyone's uh, got a little Al go. Roker love in the house. All right, uh, coming up next, Maria Shriver is exploring why some doctors believe antidepressants are being over-prescribed, especially to middle-aged women, plus the search for a better solution to treat those symptoms. But first, this is Today on NBC. back with your health. Well, this is Women's Health Month, and this morning we're looking at something that impacts a lot of women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Maria Shriver joins us with new information about the causes and the treatments. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Maria. Good morning, all of you. Well, the number of middle-aged women taking antidepressants is truly eye-opening. Some even say it's staggering. It's more than double the number of men of the same age. So we wondered what's contributing to this high rate of depression among women at midlife, and could there be better treatments to ease their symptoms? The numbers are simply staggering. About one in five women between the ages of 40 and 59 took an antidepressant in the last 30 days. Among women 60 and up, it's nearly one in four. That's twice the rate for men the same age. And while depression is more common among middle-aged women, some experts believe antidepressants are being overprescribed to treat their symptoms. I'm very concerned. I think it's wrong. The better treatment is hormone replacement. OBGYN Dr. Donna Shoup says during menopause, most women go through dramatic fluctuations in hormones that cause symptoms like hot flashes and difficulty sleeping, but can also wreak havoc on their mood. Studies find a woman's risk of depression is two to four times higher around menopause than at any other time in her life. And many experts say hormone therapy is a more effective treatment than traditional antidepressants. Women kind of in their 40s, 50s, when they go in complaining of like, I'm anxious, I feel like this impending doom, I'm depressed, and they're given, you know, Prozac or another SSRI, you're saying you don't need that and you actually need HRT instead? That is absolutely correct. You add back hormone replacement and many of the women go back to normal pretty quickly. It worked for Nina Larez Collins. In her late 40s, she was in perimenopause, changing careers, and her kids were off at college. That's when she says anxiety and depression hit her like a truck. I mean, it was really a feeling yeah. of like, am I about to go off a cliff? Like, I felt like, 
I'm gaining a little weight. I'm not as pretty as I used to be. I was in a bad second marriage, so I thought, okay, I'm going to be twice divorced, unattractive, <laughs> no kids at home. You know, who will want me? Her doctor gave her Prozac, but the depression kept getting worse. Then her gynecologist added in hormone therapy. Nina says the difference was night and day. For me, I, I honestly have never felt more kind of balanced and happy. While many women are afraid of estrogen, thinking it will increase their chance of breast cancer, newer studies show the risk is low for women in their 50s. In fact, taking estrogen in midlife is linked to stronger bones and possibly better heart and brain health. I think the benefits are quite high and the risks are very low. Now scientists at the National Institute of Mental Health are hoping to develop even better treatments for depression in middle-aged women. Medications that actually target estrogen receptors in their brains. The goal? To alleviate depressive symptoms without the side effects of traditional therapies. I think it would be hugely important. Antidepressants don't work in every woman who is going to be taking them. To help others like her, Nina Larez Collins runs a platform called Revel, which offers forums and expert advice on menopause and midlife. You went to your doctor for things you did not associate right. with menopause, being depressed, being anxious, being irritable, and people didn't connect the dots for you. I mean, that's why I started the community I did. Knowing that you're not alone and being able to talk to other women about how to get through it is huge. The bottom line is experts say any woman in her 40s and 50s experiencing depression or anxiety should talk to her OBGYN about hormone replacement therapy as a possible treatment. And this is really important because so many women don't know when they're in perimenopause, they don't associate insomnia, mood changes with menopause. And I think, I think you're right that a lot of people did think that HRT was so connected mm -hmm. to cancer that you yeah. would just like hands off of that. Yes, exactly. And that was certainly the message out there. And now people are rethinking that and saying, you know, obviously everybody, if you have a history of breast cancer, that's really important. But other people who never thought about hormones are finding incredible relief, bioidentical hormones, all different mm -hmm. kinds, but have that conversation. Yeah. Well, the great thing is this opens mm -hmm. the door to continue having that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. many women are suffering yeah. mm. quietly. And the new research is exciting yeah, too, Maria. Yeah, Thank, right. Thank, Thank you, Maria. Thanks, Maria. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, coming up next, Say goodbye to the traditional office attire and hello business comfort. Yeah, that sounds like good. The latest stretchable, breathable, and comfortable fashions to make that return to office more enjoyable. But first, this is today on NBC. <laughs> Welcome back. This morning on Today's Style, the return to the office. If you fell in love with sweatpants and leggings while working from home, we've got good news. Companies across the country have relaxed the traditional dress code in favor of something a little cozier. So here with more on the new workwear is style expert Jasmine Snow. You can shop along with us if you like. Jasmine, good morning. It's good to see good you. Good morning. I mean, comfort is king. It's hard to go back to that, like, buttoned-up thing. What is this, this business comfort style yes, you're talking about? it's really hard to go back to being very buttoned up. We've all been very cozy for a long time, but it's possible there's a ton of companies offering tons of options. Okay, so elastic waistbands. We love them and we don't want to give them up. How do you make this work for workwear? You do not have to give them up. What's great is that the whole wide leg thing is happening right now. It's a huge trend. Here's our beautiful model. Beautiful. Retta has these eloquent... <laughs> 
gorgeous purple pair on. And as you can see, we've got the elastic waist. But it looks so sharp. She's got it tucked in. She's got the little blazer over. Exactly. If you have a meeting or a big event after work, you can throw a blazer on, make it still look really professional. And you've got a few other options on the rack. What are these? Yeah, so we have the same thing, that nice, soft fabric. This is Weekend Nation. They actually call this the all-day PJ pants. So we've cute. got another pop You could color. rock these with some heels, and it would look really yes. professional. I love this pant. And then we also have from Amazon, if you like that traditional jogger shape. Okay, great. All right, let's go on them over here. Let's talk about the business skirt, and here is our model. Tell us about this, because this skirt actually looks comfy. Exactly, so, so skirts are not all confining and uncomfortable now. This is a really, really soft, stretchy knit from H&M. And we paired it with a classic button down to keep things professional. And it's just really comfortable and still very polished. Okay, so what are these other options? Okay, so Old Navy has a really beautiful floral skirt, keeping things flowy. Gen 7, if you want that classic denim skirt, but again, soft fabric. And then ASOS, same thing, very soft knit. Okay, great. And this, I love that you can wear this on the weekend too with your flip flops to be yeah, really sneakers. cute look. Thank you so much. Okay, the shirt dress. I love a shirt dress. One stop shopping. Tell us you about know this. I love a one and done. This is Banana Republic. It looks amazing on Konica. So cute. A black, sleek, chic shape. So you can dress it up for nighttime too or the weekend. We paired it with a chunky heel, and it really is just. Throw it on and go. Yeah, it looks great. It's so sharp. And what about these other options? Again, making your life easy. So if you want something a little bit more classic, we've got Tucker Knock here. Also, a little bit bolder from Zara with a print. And again, Banana is really loving this utility vibe going on. Easy, one and done. Okay, great. And then let's talk about accessorizing because sometimes, I mean, you could go a little more casual, but the jewels or the accessories could make it you know, step it up a little bit. Level up, as the kids say. You know I love an accessory. Shoes are key here. You want to be comfortable. So Aerosols has an amazing heel collection. Very comfortable, as we know. Same thing. We've got great options from Amazon. And then a bold, chunky chain necklace, like this Electric Picks or this beautiful one. It's throw on and done out the door. Okay, all right, Jasmine, thank you so much. These are great. Again, you can find these looks. If you scan the QR code, which should be on your screen, you could also just go to today.com slash shop. Ladies, great job. Thank you so much. Um, and Carson, over to you. Dominique, if I kill a plant in my house, is it possible to bring it back to life? Is that a thing? Um, maybe? <laughs> We're gonna do everything you need to know except bringing plants back to life. We're gonna chat about having a nice little uh, plant set up in your backyard. We've got the expert here. We'll get to that next, but first, this is Today on NBC. And we're back with Today Home. If you're looking for help when it comes to first-time gardening, who isn't? We've got you hooked up right here. You're at the right place because we've got the great Dominique Charles with us to help us out. She's incredible. She spreads joy on social media. She's got a blog. It's called Plots and Pans, and her work has even caught the eye of the one, the only Martha Stewart. Well, this morning she's sharing some of her favorite tips and tricks for making gardening a breeze. Dominique comes to us via the Seventh Ward from New Orleans, hey. now's in D.C. <laughs> well, I knew you were back in the old days. In the old days. In the old days. All right, so let's get started. You don't want to give away all your secrets Not and tips and them. tricks, but you got a couple 
couple to get your plants up and going. Absolutely. So one of the things I love to start in the garden, like my, my secret sauce, right, is yeah. um, we like earthworm casings. We love this plant food, and I love eggshells in the garden. What do you I, mean? This is what you start with? This is the With the dirt? Absolutely. You with your the soil. Dirt. You have to have really good, strong foundation with your soil. So with that, you want to add all these things, and it wow. gives it like a really good boost of calcium and like just vitamins. What's you, the difference between dirt yeah. and soil? Dirt is, yeah. Soil is like, oh my gosh, it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. That's your foundation. Do you Got crunch it. up the shells? I do. So I, I take them and I like use a little, um, a spoon and, yeah. and grind them up and then sometimes put them in my blender. Oh, and that's it. So mm -hmm. that's how you get started. That's okay. How you get started. All right, bring it on down. Okay. So here mm -hmm. we talk about some easy herbs for people to, for new gardeners to start with. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love to tell new gardeners to start with um, rosemary and thyme. Mm. These are really hearty mm -hmm. and you can cook with them and you can also make cocktails mm. with them. Okay. <laughs> so, Reason to get it right Are there. these easy to grow? Is there something about these? I think they're just really, really yeah. hearty. They can take uh -huh. a beat. So if you're a new gardener and you're just you, you don't have your gardening schedule down, it's okay. These can can take a lick of sun. Let me ask a dumb question. Do you start? How do you start this with seeds? Rosemary and thyme are a little bit difficult to start with seeds, so I do tend to start these with starter plants from like a local farm or nursery, mm -hmm. or something like that. And you just put it in a pot and add water. Is it that simple? Yeah. Do they need wow. light, sunlight? They need of lots light? of sunlight. Okay. But the big thing with the water is making sure you have a watering schedule. So you want to make sure you're watering every day about the same time. So mm -hmm. my schedule is 7:20 a.m. Light clock work. I'm outside. What if you're in, the, you're in D.C. Right? How much room do you have? I mean, a lot of people here in New York or in cities don't yeah. have. How much room do you need so for a garden? I actually have a nice amount of space, but you can utilize any type of space. So obviously if you're in a small space, you want to use something smaller, like maybe like a grow bag, um, even a terracotta pot. If you're in a big space, you can use a big raised bed, but there's different vessels. I also use coffee bean bags when mm -hmm. I'm growing sweet potatoes. Tell, tell us about mm -hmm. this grow bag. I've never even seen this. What is I this? I love what these. Is, yeah. So the grow bags are made from recycled water bottles. Yeah. And so what they do is they actually, you can put them in ground and they'll break down over the course of time, ah, or you can put them cool. on like your patio, your balcony, whatever the case may be. Um, and it's just a really good vessel. They help the roots aerate. It's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. I love them. Okay. Can you reuse that grow bag if Absolutely. you use it out of ground? What? Yeah. You <laughs> what? I like what? <laughs> what? But yeah, you can definitely reuse them. I use them. Me. No, I reuse them. What question is that, Carson? Season after season. So you know they don't look as pretty over yeah. time, but yeah. yeah. What do you have? Yeah. Just walk us through your garden. I bet it's dope. <laughs> My garden is pretty dope. So I have strawberries growing right now. I have some oh. garlic growing and uh, just sweet potatoes, tomatoes. Galore, all the things, all the herbs. Don't we all romanticize the idea when you're making a salad Getting like a or it's pizza day? Yes. You go out to your little herbal garden, you Get grab some basil, tomato, you yeah. grab a tomato. Yeah, I, I really want to do that, it. but it's, it's too. so intimidating. You can do it. I promise you. Okay, how? Okay, let's say you wanted to grow flowers. I mean, do you have to have a green thumb, or what's like the trick to make sure? So I don't grow all flowers, but yeah. I do grow marigolds. These are my favorite flowers to grow. I actually grow them with tomatoes as well as basil, and what they do is they create a triple threat. That's what I call. It, right and so what I call it the triple threat because one they really really make the flavor of those tomatoes so good wait mm. you mean you put tomatoes in I here sure do. so oh. I do the tomato oh. um, the basil and the marigold oh, and wow. then the, also the other side of it is the smell of the basil along with the marigold really really wards off pests they do not like the smell wait, what mm -hmm. that's so interesting yeah so it does double duty so obviously I'm not eating the marigolds but they're really cute do you have garden. to put netting around and spray pesticides and stuff I don't spray pesticides or I, do, I don't do netting. I don't really have too many pests, but I do do um, neem oil. So that's the organic uh, Carson, way I use You asked a good question. Like if a plant starts dying or looks like it's right, going to kick it. you think you've blown it, you're you, never going to garden can again. Can you bring it back? 
Strawberries you can, they're perennial, so they'll come back every year. So they'll look dead, but they're not gonna be really, really dead. Okay. Now, other plants, what you can do, they may not come back in its regular mm -hmm. form, but you can go ahead and grab the seeds from them mm -hmm. and reuse those seeds for the following year. So we're we gonna okay. eat that pepper? What is that for? So about 10 seconds. So <laughs> what we're gonna do with the pepper is basically when you have peppers, you wanna go ahead and you can cut that, and then we take those seeds and mm -hmm. we are gonna use those seeds and grow those for next year. Oh, okay. so great idea. I throw those away. No! So we'll use the seeds for a new plant, and then we'll save that membrane for our compost. I love it. You are so good, Dominique. Well, this is great, Dominique. Thank New you Orleans so much. is proud of Thank you, honey. You. Thank you so we much. We can do it. We got a lot more ahead on this busy third and fourth hours, including Joy Bauer sharing some creative ways to use leftover rotisserie chicken. Thank you, Dominique. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. I can't believe you.